0: Oh, it's the weekend already, Thank. Finally, except <laughs> I work tomorrow. Half-merc, half-merc, half murf. done again. Back sore again, but I think I got an idea of what it is. Would love to get out of the city, want to go to the Great Wall to see the leaves. But uh, how would I delta if I did? Discourse analysis, yes, more ESL, yik-yak, and terminology. and Learn some new things again. I have been productive in learning. Wow. What else? Oh, well, yes, of course. Chang with espresso. Have you ever tried coffee with your beer or vice versa? Friday, October 21st, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Folks, this here is my uh, audio blog, Daily Digest, published Monday to Friday, um, archived on my website, com, but also available on all the uh, major streaming platforms, which is only a recent feature because, um, I was trying to be indie, like, you know, super indie that, uh, just keep the mp3 files. Yeah. People will go find it. People will download it. You know, you know, if it's that good, it'll stand out. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you're so indie. No one can find you. <laughs> Your website's so indie. They can't even download the mp3 because it's that slow. <laughs> it's so remote. Oh goodness. Yeah. So I've been, um, finally, uh, Uploading all of the MP3s uh, through Anchor.fm and then up to uh, Spotify and all the other uh, streaming platforms. Uh, today I actually spent some time uh, working on um, getting some videos done. Because I've been recording. my. This is just one podcast I have. So this is like uh, the smaller podcast. Uh, the bigger podcast is uh, an extended sort of yik-yak with other foreigners that uh, I meet along the way. And uh, it's that one is a little bit uh, different, it's uh, extended of course, uh, but uh, the whole point of this one and that one are completely separate. So the big one is conversations, uh, interviews if you want to call them, I call them conversations, uh, but uh, this one is just sort of daily goings on about uh, here in Beijing, China, and uh, all the you know, some of the things that keep me busy. I am in the ESL profession, so I'm actually studying a Delta program right now, which is just like English teacher plus certification, uh, and this is what I'm talking about, but uh, uploading some of these uh, videos to uh, the uh, to YouTube, and I was thinking, I got I to make this easier, because one of the issues I was facing was that uh, if I take the video... I, since I video, rec- I record them all with either like, a, like some some video camera, whatever. Like the early ones were uh, recorded with a Xiao Yi, The next ones were recorded with GoPros, uh, and then also with Zoom as well. So I just take that feed as well. So I have all those video footage, and I've never put it up because um, well, I was, I'm, I'm, there's a couple of reasons. One, it was like I know it was going to take a long time to upload. Uh, number two. I thought I had to upload the whole thing at once, and I was thinking, like, who really wants to watch a three-hour, two-hour uh, podcast video of two people talking? Uh, turns out some people do. Um, but I also just wanted to have the audio up on YouTube as well, just to give it another sort of uh, avenue for another streaming avenue for people. Um, and I've been very slow in getting around to it because I'm the only one working on this thing, so it's uh, sort of a little bit more difficult to uh, get it done uh, in, in that way now the other the other thing is that it never really had a workflow and I have these programs Final cut pro and logic pro but and I can use them but getting into a, a workflow that uh for the different <clears throat> projects that I have you know the podcasts uh, I do some travel videos um and these live videos and stuff like that so it's all you you'd think it's almost like the same workflow, but it isn't because it requires um that's just a different approach, a different uh, template, but you have to sort of switch your thinking into, okay, this is that type of video, this is that type of video, how do we make it different from each other? So I was kind of like, th- this is one of the things that put me off from editing these videos for so long. Well, one of the one of the things that I wanted to do was add titles. That's it, right? So this is a very simple procedure Add titles to the front and the back of the videos. The problem with that, you'd have to import it to either like iMovie or Final Cut. Uh, If you do it to Final Cut, then it takes forever to export. And it spits out a movie file. Then you got to recompress that into an MP4 file so you can spit out some of that into Twitter or Instagram and places like that. Complete pain in the ass. Well, today I'm playing along. For those of you who have uh, MacBooks, you might know this as well. Uh, but there is a markup feature that you can use that you can actually um, adjust the file that you, you are viewing. like So any number of files, like PDFs, photos, videos, you can trim them. What I didn't realize is that you could also open these MP4s, and I guess it's MOVs as well, with QuickTime, and you can add video clips to it. So if you have never done this before, go ahead, open up a video file in in QuickTime, QuickTime player, go under edit, find insert video or insert clip um, and <laughs> pick a clip to add. All right. So, and I was, I tried this. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm, I'm waiting for this thing to take like, you know, another 30 minutes to recompress the thing. It took seconds. We're talking seconds i'm going the fuck why didn't what (laughs) you can do this why didn't anyone tell me well so you creatives out there just know this i mean QuickTime player is actually a very uh useful tool that's just sitting on your computer not only can you spit out uh mp3 files or it it spits out m4as but you can use audacity to, to modify that sorry let me even reverse that it's QuickTime player will take a video file. It'll spit out the audio file in an M4A format. You right click on that. You go to quick actions and there's probably an MP3 uh, format in there somewhere. That is Apple Music or uh, iTunes or whatever it is that will do it for you. I don't use it. I use Audacity, but it's all there. Apple has this all built in. So if you're creative, there's like no reason not to be doing this. And especially with this seamless, easy, easy, Video concatenation, ay ay ay. So, this gets me thinking. Like, <laughs> so I was looking back at this episode I recorded uh years ago, a couple of Augusts ago, uh, and I was like, "Well, do I? Do, how creative do I want to be with the opening title sequence? It's not much. It's just like episode title, uh date recorded, stuff like that. You know, and where you can find this sort of thing. It's not. I'm not gonna go." Uh, completely crazy with it. But what this enables me to do, there's two things. Number number one, I can either make these titles in Final Cut and spit them out that way as an MOV file and then connect them all together. Um, or I can use something like Pixelmator Pro and create a, a a P I think I can do a PNG. I didn't try this. I was wondering if Pixelmator Pro would actually spit out um, MOV files or something like that. But I haven't checked that let me see if I can just check that right now will you actually do this I don't think it does export what does it do export for web share no don't want to do that what about this I don't see export let's see pinwheel of course this is not uh, this computer is getting old not gonna lie let's OMG Look at that format. Motion project. No. Okay, so it could spit on a motion project, which is different. So you guys probably wouldn't use that because that's a Apple Motion. That's um this program I was working on earlier this year for like computer graphics and stuff like that. Uh, okay, so uh, Pixelmator doesn't do that. But you can create this with iMovie and um, Final Cut, these titles, and just easily stitch them all together uh using uh QuickTime so this is fantastic this is awesome now going back to what kind of titles am I going to make them all the same or am I going to make them all different I just make them all the same and I swap out the numbers and it's all going to look like hmm Steve you all did you did this all in one day didn't you yes yes I did because I I mean I don't want to go through uh what is it 24 episodes now and create uh unique titles for each I just don't uh, I don't People aren't going to look at them. Anyway, come on. Uh, But uh, the idea is to be putting up these clips uh, onto uh, YouTube very shortly. So basically the only thing that stopped me from doing it today was deciding. um, It was the hesitation. It was the uh, uncertainty of what type of titles I wanted to... Uh, actually use with these uh, video clips on YouTube so look for that soon I will have uh, all the video glory goodness if you ever wanted to see how does Steve do this I've I've posted a few clips on uh, Twitter before but if you've never if you want to see an extended portion of these uh, like how I react you know the the whole podcast setup I do have it especially the early stuff Um, I'm thinking back to the first episode where I was uh, interviewing or talking with uh, Steve Black uh, former colleague here, um, and uh, just, wow, uh, it's an interesting one, <laughs> Uh wow, anyway, um, I'll post that soon so you guys can have a good look at uh, what it was like back in the day, only th- three Augusts ago, that was, that was August 2020, um, all right, so other than that, today, uh, very busy again, I uh, had to work all day, which uh, lent to some of my busyness, ha, <laughs> ha, uh, did manage to do the half Murph. Got out of the door late today. I have not gotten used to this um, winter weather-ish. And it's, not, it's not winter weather just yet. I mean, it, it will get a little bit colder, but the clothing that I would wear to go running probably won't change very much. Um, now, I am thinking about getting a couple more sweaters or a bit more warm clothing, uh, but the idea being is like... I, well, actually, I... I I'm not used to getting all dressed up just yet. Uh, So it's pushing back my getting out the door. And this is coupled with this. I've been getting up later. uh, Just haven't been able to get out of bed recently uh, in the morning. Not as as quickly as I used to uh, during the summer. And that might be because it's, uh, you know, being under nice warm covers. It's nice. Um, The other thing is that um, it's cold outside. (laughs) And if I have to get all, you know, it's now, what, the long shirt, jacket, and a sweater, uh, and then, like, I wear uh, long underwear as well now, because I just, I, I don't want to be cold when I'm running. I just don't want to be cold. It's not like, oh, you'll warm up as you're running. No, 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 I don't want to be cold when I'm running. That's it. I, I come from Canada. I had a lot of coldness when I was growing up, and if I don't have to be cold, guess what? I'm not going to be cold, okay? So, long underwear and then the running pants on top so this all just takes time to assemble a lot a few more minutes just another minute or so uh, a couple minutes more than um, you know it would take back in the uh, in the summer days so it's a I know it's an excuse it's a lame excuse but uh, that's what it is so anyway got out the door at seven o'clock and was able I did the half Murph plus 10%. So I did this last week as well. Uh, last week I said that I had was having back issues. Uh, well, I, I didn't, I, that I came inside and I finished the, the pull-ups inside. Today I decided to do everything outside again just to see because my back was feeling pretty good, feeling strong. And I was like, okay, let's see what happens, right? So I get out there, I do my two-mile uh, warm-up and then I do another mile run. I get to the tree, the crooked tree, uh, which is um, where I do the pull-ups. And uh, I get I get through them. It took, it took me seven minutes to do fifty five pull ups, uh, and <laughs> they don't get easier. I'm not going to lie. Um, then another what was it seven or eight minutes to do 110 push ups, and then 165 air squats took me uh, five or six minutes. I can't remember. I think I've done that the whole rounds within 22, 23 minutes. Uh, the running was a little bit slower today. I wasn't pushing myself too hard at all um total time maybe 45 minutes or so around there sadly so it back felt good okay it felt good and then halfway through the morning i'm like oh it's feeling it's feeling like that 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 tweak again And i'm like how can that be and i don't know what's going on It can't be is it it can't be a hernia can't it it cannot no way so i i have this stick like this uh I guess you'd call it a yoga stick, but it's called a stick uh, that uh, I use. Actually, I don't really use. I mean, I, I bought it because it was like six, like 10 quay or something or 20. I don't know. It was very cheap. I'm like, I'll just get it anyway, just in case. Um, it's good for like some balancing and then using some off weight sort of uh, exercises as well. And for stretching, which is basically what it's meant for. Uh, and so I was using that uh, mid midday. I was like, okay, it's feeling better. It's feeling better. And I was rolling the back as well. And that seemed to loosen some things up. Uh, But now I'm thinking like that might be what it is, is that it's a strain. Uh, Is it a deep strain? And is it because, um, I I mean, it's not like I do these pull-ups perfectly every single time. If I'm failing a pull-up, I'm not failing the pull-up the same way in the same direction. So, this tree is—it sort of slants um, towards the tree. So the branch goes up and out, right? So if you if your uh, if your left hand is closer to the tree, then your left hand's a little bit lower than your right hand. And if you reverse that, you put your right hand closer to the tree trunk, uh, and your left hand outside. Then your right hand's lower. And I think that might have something to do with. Uh, if I'm not able to pull myself up all the way, depending on which direction I'm in or at uh, or facing, that will contribute to a strain on my back. And that might be what's causing uh, some of the issues or some of the pain. So that is, uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. But again, it's like a reaggravation of that, that tweak a couple weeks ago. And I don't want it to get worse. So uh, that's one of the things that I'm sort of uh, thinking tomorrow I'm going to have to stretch it, out so, uh, stretch it out just a little bit more. Uh, other than that, um, I'd, love, yeah, I'd love, like to get out of the city, but I can't. I was thinking about uh, taking one of these tour trips or whatever with uh, one of these tour groups out to, uh, where was it? Some part of the Great Wall that's sort of wild and crazy. Um, but uh, and I was wondering if I could bring my drone. He's like, ah, you know, during Congress, you don't really want to be flying your drone too much, right? And I'm like... I know. He's like, you know, there might be, there, there could be a military base out there. Like The whole place is military. The military owns the whole thing. This is, this is not, this is not news. It's whether or not the DGI website says that there's a flight restriction or something like that because they do do this as well. So I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm not sure about it. And I'm, and then I was thinking about this, going, wait a minute, if I work uh, today, uh, Friday, Saturday, and then. I'm away all day Sunday, and then on Monday, I have to go to the PSB to renew my work visa and permit or whatever it is, which I'd have to make an appointment, I forgot that today, oops, uh, then that means like I have no time to work on this Delta stuff. <sighs> so, this is kind of like, I think I might have to say no to it, maybe if there's something next week, I might have a little bit more time. I say that, but I might not. Well, it, yesterday I was editing episode number 34 of my podcast. So it was like, you know, that took up all Thursday night uh, as opposed to spending any time on the uh, the Delta work. So, uh, which I do have to be aware of with uh, scheduling all these podcasts that I'm, I have coming up, making sure that I'm still uh, committing, uh, spending time and committing time to the Delta work because that is something that I do not want to be uh, having to rewrite or anything like that. Uh, that being said... I uh, was thinking about, I was reading about discourse analysis, I was going on about this a little while ago about how this is, this is discourse analysis uh, seems to be like all the water cooler conversations about um, what, you know, educators would have during break and stuff like that. And then it actually came to me today when I was uh, right in the middle of an interview today. I was kind of like, wait, a minute, is that what it is? Because what it ha- what happened was that um, I have this question in front of me, and I'm supposed to sort of uh, I have to ask this question, but with, depending on who's in front of me, it may or I, I have to change the the language. So it's called grading the language, and uh, so you match the the level to the person you are uh, speaking with. Uh, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> sometimes, uh, I mean, it could be a simple question. Uh, I can't even think of anything right now. Uh, I just thought, like, you know, how, how do you take your coffee, sort of thing, right? And it's like. And sometimes what I've found, if you are speaking to a lower level candidate uh, or lower level um, client as well, the uh, you have to put more words into the sentence for them to activate what's called activate the schemata. So that it activates their brain into thinking, oh, that's what he's talking about. Okay, they'll catch enough of the key words in this long sentence. So it might be like, uh, how how do you like your coffee uh, instead like if you had to rephrase it some way it's like so if this is a cup of coffee if I were to give you a cup of coffee what would you like inside of your coffee you know so it's a very long sentence which seems like it has a whole bunch of um, parts to it constituent parts to it and it does the only issue with that is that the chances are that the this you know often the student or the learner or uh, my interlocutor, they won't understand much more of the sentence, but they'll they'll be able to follow along more of what's happening. Uh, so it's like they, they catch enough of the keywords that they're like, ah, oh, okay, he's talking about putting stuff into the coffee. All right, all right, all right. No, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I drink tea. <laughs> oh, okay. That's even worse when they come back and say, What's coffee? And you're like, okay, let's 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 move on. <laughs> uh, I laugh, but this is this has happened before, um, and so this got to me, it got me thinking about this discourse analysis, which I was kind of dissing a couple weeks ago, and I realized that's exactly what it is. Discourse analysis is this whole, um, it, it's about uh, coherent communication or communicative language. So it's language that communicates something, and it's language that is coherent. Um, like the, the example from the books is like, I killed a dragon, the pineapple is on the table and both sentences are grammatically correct. They're both, there's nothing wrong with them. But if you were to teach that in a class, I killed a dragon, the pineapple was on the table. I mean, um, even some poetry would be like, wow, that's interesting. What world are you living in? And that is the, that's the, that's the point is that it has to be a fictitious world in in order for that sentence to make sense. If, one of my students or one of my clients came in and said that I killed a dragon. I'm like, wow. Okay. The pineapple's on the table. I'd be like, Oh, we have one of these, do we? (laughs) Um, it's, it'd be an interesting start, but if the whole end, you know, if the whole sort of talk like that, uh, went on, you'd be kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. This is, I'm not sure. Right. Not sure what to tell you there, buddy. (laughs) Um, And so this is what uh, discourse analysis is. is It's it's the difference between uh, what we would write or what materials we'd write for the class for instruction and then what we would actually say. And so it goes back to like, how would you like your coffee? What if I were to give you some coffee, what would you like to put inside of it? You know, so extending um, that... that, uh, uh, sentence. And even sometimes as a native speaker, uh, or a naturalized speaker, you'll make mistakes, but it won't impede communication. It won't block other people from understanding. Uh, it's just, you know, you're, you're sort of accommodating, again, trying to activate their schemata, making sure that they sort of have more rope to cling onto, which is what a, uh, a longer sentence would be. All right. Enough about the ESL stuff. Final little note here. Um, Chang with espresso. So Chang beer. If you've ever been been to Thailand, you've probably had it. Uh, It's not a particularly um, good beer. Although, I mean, I've I've tried both uh, this uh, this new version and this uh, Chang draft in a can, and I was like, this this stuff is terrible. Uh, Compared to Cass or uh, Asahi or even Qingdao, for that matter. Uh, But uh, they have this uh, at uh, Aero Gourmet. They have Chang with espresso. And this is a very nice drinking afternoon beer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it <laughs> uh, goes down quite well. It has the coffee flavor to it. it ha- and they say it's actually made with with coffee. So it has caffeine in it. I, I don't know how much I I'd, I'd believe that. But uh, you know, it's enough for a day drinking beer if that's what you're looking for. Not that I'm saying you should. Uh, the only thing is that if uh, I think some of the the April Gourmets have it mislabeled on what price it is. I asked if it was. It says it, it said twenty nine ninety five. I mean, I'm no way am I paying thirty kwai for that thing. Actually, I was going to because I I went back and got two anyway. But when she rang them through, uh, they only came up as nine ninety nine. It's like ten kwai. So which is a typical like it's a cast, it's a chung beer as well. So I mean, I'm, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, you have to double check, to make sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the if you've never tried it, uh, it's it's not bad this actually got me thinking if if I had an espresso, uh, I've tried this with the mocha pot, it didn't work. You do have to get the, the proportions right. Like if you are going to mix uh, your coffee with beer, uh, it, it really does need to be mixed proportionally correctly, um, uh, in the correct proportions. Again, there you go, discourse analysis. Uh, or it's not going to, you know, have that same sort of, um, not the kick, but the flavor and that's what you want like, because if you put too much coffee in it, then you're like this, this beer, my coffee tastes like beer. And if you put, uh, you don't put enough coffee into the, the beer, then you're like, this just tastes like a very weak coffee with uh, like beer flavoring basically. <sighs> so yeah, anyway, I'll leave it there. Now it's time for the weekend hope you guys are doing well out there. Uh, again, if you haven't uh, been able to check out just yet the uh, rather lengthy episode of number 34 uh, between myself and Octavio Ararujo, uh, that is episode number 34 of my podcast. You can uh, check that out on Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Apple. I said that already. Um, and uh, also my website, So uh, All the show notes are listed there as well. Folks, I will leave it there, show notes and tracks up on my website, StevenSersky.com, for this here episode. Hope you have a great weekend, and I hope everything is just hunky-dory. Well, as, as much as it can. I know, yeah, don't read the news. How's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Liz Truss resigned. Oh, the UK, prim, the British Prime Minister. She's gone. She's like, I can't do this. Fuck this shit. <laughs> she quit. Uh, we'll leave it there. All right, let's resign this week, like Liz Truss in the in the British Parliament. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye bye.